G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. Around Australia, confusion reigns everywhere we look. Our biblical, even biological, Christian differentiation between men and women is further being watered down by parliaments. So focus today on the Queensland government legislating to replace the word woman with people in the Abortion Act. Well, James McPherson, independent journalist, political commentator and and host of Sky News Late Debate, is back with us. Hey, welcome back, James. Good to talk to you. Good morning, Neil. Thanks for having me. James, Queensland, uh, the latest to legislate feelings over facts. (laughs) What have you been observing? Well, the uh, the Queensland government announced last Thursday changes to the Abortion Act. Now, the point of the changes is to make abortion more accessible. They have changed the law to permit nurses and midwives to uh, prescribe uh, and administer a uh, termination of pregnancy drug called MS2. Now, previously, only uh, doctors could do that, but now they're uh, changing the legislation so that nurses and midwives can do it. Now, we could argue the merits are otherwise of that, but what's interesting in the legislation is the other little change that they've made is that the Act will replace references to woman with person, quote, to ensure all pregnant people can access termination of pregnancies. So uh, the Queensland government are changing abortion legislation to ensure abortions in Queensland are available for everyone, Neil, not just for women. And no, this is not satire. That is really what they have done. Well, we know that the Christian would say abortion is bad, it is wrong under uh, virtually every circumstance. Uh, But when you get to an argument like this, James, um, I'm wondering, and I don't know whether you uh, have any sort of evidence here, but uh, those uh, women who have been identifying as men uh, and then falling pregnant and then seeking an abortion, have they been getting knocked back at the abortion clinics? Any any thoughts? I mean, uh, it gets so confusing, doesn't it? You raise a great point, Neil, and and I, I guess the essence of your point is, Why is this change necessary? Have we got a whole lot of trans men being denied abortions? And there is zero evidence of that. And I would suggest it's never happened because if a single trans man had been denied an abortion, you would have heard about it because they would have kicked up the biggest stink you can imagine. So I think it's pretty safe to say never once has a trans man been denied an abortion because she was trans, and yet the Queensland government have decided to make this change anyway. What makes it really funny, if you can describe it as funny, and and I have to laugh because some of these things are so ridiculous. If you don't laugh, you'll cry. But the, the change that is removing the word woman from the Abortion Act and replacing it with pregnant people, guess who was it who it was announced by? It was announced by the Queensland Minister for Women, 
So the role of the Queensland Minister for Women seems to be the erasure of women from government legislation. You couldn't make this up, Neil. And I know that you've made a suggestion even that maybe the Minister for Women ought not to have that as a title. You're suggesting that should change as well. Well, if we're going to change woman to uh, pregnant people, maybe she should no longer be the Minister for Women. She should just be the Minister for People. Uh, I mean, follow the whole thing through and change everything. But it's worse than that. Shannon Fentiman, uh, who is the Minister for Women, is also the Minister for Health. So we now have a situation in Queensland where the Minister for Health imagines that people other than women might become pregnant. Tell me how you have an effective health system when the health minister herself no longer believes in biology and indeed changes legislation to deny basic biology. The whole thing is a complete mess and a joke. Hey, James, I know you make a little uh, lightheartedness of this, uh, but the suggestion that says uh, every man with a belly could actually claim to be pregnant and uh, roll up at an abortion clinic, <laughs> I mean, uh, there's a certain sense of, uh, you know, when you're a, a bit of a satirist, uh, there's a certain sense in which you can have a little bit of a laugh about these things. If it wasn't so serious, uh, it would actually be quite funny. It is actually important that we laugh at it, Neil, because the best way to demolish bad ideas is to ridicule them. And one of the things I've learned about politicians, they, they don't get too upset if you disagree with it. They kind of expect it. But they do get upset if you mock them and ridicule them. And this idea deserves to be ridiculed. I, I mean, the Queensland government now suppose that perhaps men might be pregnant and therefore need an abortion. So they're, they're literally establishing in law a man's right to choose, which is pretty crazy. Um, you know, the old uh, argument that happens when uh, people are discussing the merits or otherwise of abortion. And if a man dares to proffer an opinion, he's told by the progressive left to shut up. You've got no right to speak about abortion because you're not a woman. Well, now, according to legislation in Queensland, uh, I, as a man, have every right to have an opinion on abortion because I may well need one in the future. And who are you to say that I won't? Uh, we should mock and ridicule this because politicians who put into legislation, Neil, this isn't just some crazy tweet by the health minister. This isn't just the health minister, you know, talking off the top of her head. This is the health minister and indeed the women's minister who has gone to the trouble of putting in legislation crazy ideas such as people may be pregnant, not just a woman, but a person other than a woman may be pregnant and require an abortion. When they put this stuff in legislation, we should mock them mercilessly. In fact, we should mock them out of office because they don't deserve to be in government when they're making stupid pronouncements like this. You might say the Christian position, and uh, we might even add the common sense position, is that all pregnant people are women. And uh, that might be a truism. But once you put all of these sorts of crazy things into law, James, uh, you throw into there the controversy that if you stand up against that, uh, even within the party, say on the Labor Party in Queensland, if you stand up against that, you risk uh, even being cancelled. Uh, what are your thoughts here for people speaking up uh, once it is the law that uh, this sort of situation reigns? You raise a great point, Neil, that um, now that the law itself is going to say that 
uh, people can get pregnant, not just women. If you object to that or if you point out the stupidity of it, you run the risk of being uh, charged with being transphobic and someone will take you to an anti-discrimination tribunal and uh, even if you're found not guilty, uh, you pay the penalty in terms of legal fees and potentially years of your life being tied up in administrative hearings. So the government change laws uh, and um, inscribe in the law um, falsehoods but then on the other hand, they make other laws that uh, effectively punish you if you dare to point out the falsehoods. So this is the, the ridiculous uh, season that we find ourselves in. I should point out as well that just a couple of years ago, the Australian newspaper reported um, Medicare statistics that showed in Queensland in one year, and I, uh, please forgive me, Neil, I don't have it off the top of my head, but they reported in one year that 54 men had given birth to babies in Queensland. Now, of course, when we read that, you do a double take and you think, hang on a second, how did men give birth? And then you realise, okay, they were women identifying as men. But um, the point of the law is to uphold truth. But now we have laws being manipulated by, not truth, but by ideology, which is enshrined in law, which undermines the law. The health system is meant to protect people and meant to uh, administer medical care based on biology, not based on ideology. But now we have not only the law being corrupted, but we have uh, medicine being corrupted as well by ideological fanatics who prefer feelings to truth and who prefer virtue signaling to actually helping and caring for people. And so it becomes a very dangerous situation. Well, James, you're very good at saying, wait a minute, the emperor has no clothes on. Uh, you're very good at that. Um, and as you say, sometimes you've just got to make a mockery of some of these things as they happen. But while these things are happening now in the Queensland government, uh, what about the opposition in Queensland? Have you got any thoughts as to whether they'll have the wherewithal to be able to stand up and say this is wrong? I... I hesitate to answer, Neil, because I keep thinking surely the conservative side of politics will jump on this and speak for most Australians who can see with their own eyes the uh, stupidity of all of this but are too afraid to speak up. And the reason people are too afraid to speak up is because nobody speaks up. Uh, as you mentioned, the, uh, the great children's story, The Emperor With No Clothes, it just took one person to speak and then eventually everybody found their voice. So you would hope that uh, David Crisofulli, the leader of the LNP in Queensland, would stand up against this kind of thing. And I think he's got a perfect opportunity. I don't think he will, though. And this is just my little thought. I suggest that uh, the Queensland government, led by Anastasia Palaget, is so on the ropes right now that uh, David Crisofulli and the LNP will be thinking, let's not interrupt our enemy while they're making mistakes and let's not make ourselves the story. So I imagine that they will ignore this and just be quiet because they're on the verge of probably winning the next election, which I think is due 
uh, next October, is it? Uh, so I imagine that they will just go quiet and uh, slide into office. And that's fair enough. But I hope that when they are in office and the people that vote conservative should be telling their local MP, if we vote for you and you get into government, we expect you to address these things. What's the point of a conservative government if they won't conserve tradition, truth and um, a Judeo-Christian ethic, which our country is built upon? And yes, that Queensland election, uh, I always think uh, Queensland elections now in lockstep with the US election. So just as there's a US campaign, uh, there's a campaign going on in the state of Queensland. Hey, James, come back to Christian thinking about our substance in the debate. Um, There's a thought that, you know, there is a reordering going on right now and that the Mm. Christian needs to resist that sort of reordering. And that's not to say that even within the wider Christian community, there are some who are sort of siding with the government on on this. Uh, But the way that many people think about male and female, we have to have a clear conception of that. Otherwise, you're easily going to get blown around by any wind, aren't you? Yeah, and, and this goes beyond just male and female, Neil. In fact, I would suggest the confusion we've got around what constitutes a man, what constitutes a woman, who can become pregnant. And I mean, if if my grandfather heard this conversation, he would have fallen off his chair laughing because he would have thought we were, you know, having a lend of him. Surely the culture hasn't got to a point where we don't even know who can or can't get pregnant or we don't know what a woman is. But the position we found ourselves in, I think, was always going to happen because The moment you deny God, everything else is up for grabs. The scripture says that God created us in his image or in his likeness. So if we are made like God, but we no longer believe in God, then we have no uh, North Star, if you like, or no bearing as to who we're meant to be like because we have eliminated God. So we don't know who we are. How can we? We have no reference point. And so the position we've found ourselves in culture is not simply confusion over male and female. It's because we have eliminated God completely and therefore nothing else can be defined. Um, Now, as a Christian person, that makes sense. God is the font of truth. Things are true because they reflect the person and nature of God himself. When you no longer have God, then you can't speak about truth anymore. And the only reality that exists is the reality that you imagine for your own convenience. So now we have governments legislating according to their own imaginations. Uh, A society such as that has its feet firmly planted in midair and cannot long survive. And so that's the challenge we've now got as a culture, which is why Christians cannot stay silent, cannot ignore this and cannot say, oh, well, we don't do politics or we don't do the culture wars. Um, Of course we should. Firstly, because we've got children and grandchildren who will have to grow up in this world. And so it's in all of our interests that we do everything we can to create a world and leave them a culture wherein they can survive and prosper. And they won't survive or prosper in the culture that we currently have. But secondly, you know, the scripture says, for God so loved the world. And so it's not Christian to simply bunker down and say, well, you know, we're all going to heaven, so this is not our problem. No, no, God loves the world, and he loved the world when it was sinful, fallen, and broken, but he came to redeem it. And it's our job, as far as we can, to try to redeem and to make whole a very broken world. And that's 
starts with speaking truth at every opportunity, even if and when it's costly to us. As you say, as Christians, we have a reference point that God is creator, that he creates male and female in his own image, uh, equal with equal uh, essential value and then uh, a complementarian uh, way of thinking about the roles of male and female but very very powerful starting point and then if you can settle in your own mind uh, what those things mean for how the society ought to look uh, then you can see uh, really really clearly when things are starting to go wrong as they are in so many instances now. James McPherson Always appreciate your great insights and uh, really enjoy these updates that we do with you. James McPherson's an independent journalist, political commentator. He's the host of the Sky News program, The Late Debate. And if you want an enjoyable uh, view of uh, a great uh, conversation, often very robust, uh, get on to The Late Debate on Sky News. We can check out uh, James's book too, Woketopia, Laying Bare, The Lunacy of Woke Culture, and to receive an update daily in your email inbox uh, you can subscribe for free uh, to uh, jamesmcpherson.substack.com jamesmcpherson.substack.com James, thanks so much for sharing your insights once again today on 2020 Thanks for having me Neil Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media To find out more about us go to vision.org.au 